Where it began, I can't begin to know him, but then I know it's growing strong. Was in the spring, and spring became the summer. Who'd have believed you'd come along? Hands touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you, sweet Caroline. Ba-ba-ba. Good times never seem so good. Du, du, du. I've been inclined ba, 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 to believe they never were, but now I. Anyway, hello everybody and welcome to the podcast. Yes, episode 19. Episode 19, everybody. I just fancied singing Sweet Caroline to begin the podcast. I don't even know why. To be honest, I like that scene in uh, Ted 2. Oh, what is his name? What is that guy's name, the villain? I'm going to literally search Ted 2 villain. Because I cannot remember. It... What is his name? Uh, is it Thomas Jessup? Tom. Is it? No, Donnie. Donnie, that's the guy. Donnie. Donnie's the guy. Oh, I love that scene where they're at Comic-Con in Ted 2. Yeah, I wonder if I could bring it up. Let me bring up the audio and see if I can bring it up. Uh, Sweet Caroline, Ted 2. Is it going to come up? Yeah, this is one here. Right, here it is. Just watch this scene. Hold on one sec. No, not okay. This is an advert. Right, okay, here it is. It's coming up right now. No, I don't want, no, I don't want this. No. No, there we are. Hey. Are you Ted? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is so exciting. I was, I was such a big fan of yours in the early 90s. Oh, well, uh, thanks a lot. What's your name? I'm, I'm Raphael. Hey, do you, do you think I can take a picture with you? Uh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Great, great. Here, follow me. Uh, okay, why are we doing this back here? Well, you're a celebrity. I just don't want you to get mobbed when people recognize you. Yeah, that's true. I've been mistaken for an Ewok three times today. All right, let's do this. Holy shit! Donnie! It's so good to see you, Ted. It's been some time, hasn't it? Oh, what, you mean since you ripped me in half? Well, that wasn't supposed to happen. It was an accident. I have some big plans for you, Ted. Very big plans. I need you to come with me now. Go to hell! (laughs) 
Nice luck, Spaz. You know, I really love that Neil Diamond, especially that song they sing at the uh, the Red Sox games. It's just so infectious. You just can't help but sing along. And touching it. Reaching out, touching me, touching you, sweet Caroline. <laughs> oh my days, that is funny. <laughs> it's just a bit where Ted just goes, bop, bop. Ah, dear. <laughs> oh, how funny. Oh, anyway. I love that scene anyway in Ted 2. Uh, that's probably the funniest scene that I have seen on, uh, yeah, on Ted 2. So, <laughs> there we go. Oh, anyway, I'm drinking some Coca-Cola today as part of the podcast. By the way, it's not sponsored and it's not advertised neither. Hmm. I uh, thought I would say that. Anyway. Um, Steve's Weekly Podcast. Sponsored by Coca-Cola. No, I'm joking. Uh, but if anyone does uh, want to uh, sponsor the podcast, you're more than welcome to. Okay? Uh, just... Uh, Follow me on social media, okay? Maybe drop me a message on social media, you know? Um, that could be at SteveTweets2021. Or that's on my Twitter, by the way. Or at SteveGram2021 over on Instagram, okay? Uh, just for all those businesses out there that may potentially want to advertise on the podcast. You're more than welcome to. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Uh, right, okay. So let's get into this podcast then. This is episode 19. Next week is the 20th podcast. Um, I can't believe that. We've done 20 podcasts nearly. It's 
quite an achievement. You know? I never actually thought I'd get past number one. But I did. Uh, I got past number one. And, you know, obviously I did number two. No, I didn't do a number two on the number two podcast. Because that would be weird. Um... (laughs) But there we go. Oh, uh, can I also just say as well, last week, um, on Sunday, last week, uh, the 14th of February, was Valentine's Day. So, happy Valentine's Day to my listeners uh, listening to this podcast. Whether you're single or you spent it with a loved one, happy Valentine's Day. Okay, there we go. Um, so yeah, there we are. Um, I was gonna, I was just gonna, I was just literally gonna break out in song and just go, and they call it puppy love. I, I could also break out in song and go, the love is in the air, everywhere I look around. But to be honest with you, is love really in the air? No. The other thing that is in the air, though, I mean, literally, I mean, you could change it up this year for Valentine's Day. Dun 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 COVID's in the air. Everywhere I look around. Dun 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 COVID's in the air. Every sigh and every sound. Oh, I don't know where that was going, to be honest. I really don't, anyway. Um, but yeah, there we go. It's not love is in the air. It's COVID's in the air. Okay? There we go. That is the theme that we are going for. Oh, uh, can I also just apologise as well? Uh, for Because I played that TED 2 clip. I don't know now whether or not this podcast is now going to get the explicit content... Um, logo on it because some swear words were heard and picked up uh, on this podcast you know I mean you you literally had swear words um, for example um, like and shit as well um, why did that get bleeped out? Literally. Oh, f- now. Um. Why did that get f- bleeped? Fuck you. Oh, sh- Um. Hey you, you bastard! Um. Hey, bitch! Yeah, there we go. There we are. Swore too many times there. Uh, right, anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Is this really what this podcast is just going to be? Is me messing about? 
really don't know. Uh, can I just remind you guys that in next week's podcast, I am going to be talking because, uh, because next week uh, is when Star is going to be released on Disney Plus. Now, a couple of weeks ago on my podcast, I did talk about Star. I spoke, well, I spoke a lot about Star, really, didn't I? Um, So, obviously, I gave you guys the entire list of things that you'll be able to binge watch, uh, movies and TV show-wise, on Star via Disney+. Plus. Uh, Well, it does arrive next week on Tuesday. That's the 23rd of February, 2021. It arrives. And I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I'm literally rubbing my hands together, getting excited uh, for the launch of Star. Uh, And I really, really can't wait for it. So... You know what? I really am excited. Every Friday now, until the until the end of March, well, until until March, the beginning of March, I'm really really excited for two reasons, right? First reason, every Friday, I'm excited at the fact that I get to watch a brand new video on Kyra's YouTube channel, which is called Blue Butterfly, by the way. If you want to give that uh, a watch, uh, she's recently done. Uh, some videos on her uh, LED lights and also she's done a video on her nails as well she's been like I believe gelling gelling them I believe it was uh, so yeah there, there is that uh, that's available uh, to watch right now on her channel um, and I know that later on uh, today uh, by the time that this podcast does go out um then yeah there is going to be a brand new video coming out so yeah obviously this podcast is out on the 19th of uh, february so uh yeah so there is brand new brand new video out on our channel today uh which will be released a little bit later this evening normally she uploads it between half six half seven okay so check her channel I'd probably say around about half seven, eight o'clock tonight. If you're listening to this in real time. Uh, if you're listening to this after the 19th of February, then go and check her channel out because a brand new video has just been released. Uh, so yeah, that's one thing that I'm really looking forward to on a Friday. The other thing that I look forward to now on a Friday is the fact that there's a brand new episode of WandaVision on Disney Plus. Isn't the series just getting very, 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 very interesting now? After that slow burner of a start, it's just becoming very, very, very interesting. It really is. Um, And in a few weeks' time on my podcast, I'm not going to discuss it right now because what I'm going to be doing in a couple of weeks' time on the podcast is... I'm actually going to be giving you my full review of WandaVision and yeah, I'll let you know my my thoughts and opinions on the entire series as a whole, but right now the only thing I can say is it's leaving me every week for the last couple of weeks now. It's been it's been leaving me on the edge of my seat 
wanting more. It really has. Um, and this is why now I do look forward to a Friday. I really do. So, yeah. So, that's that's the other reason why I'm looking forward to, um, to a Friday. Also, as well, by the way, released on Disney Plus today, the 19th of February, if you're listening to this in real time, is there is not only a brand new episode of WandaVision, which I will be watching a little bit later on tonight... But there is also the movie Flora and Ulysses as well, which I'm going to be saving that, and I'm going to be watching it next week. So in the next couple of weeks on my podcast, you can expect a review of Flora and Ulysses. And the other thing that is also arriving on Disney Plus today here in the UK is the classic series of The Muppet Show and it's not just one season that's being released on Disney Plus oh no 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 there are five seasons of The Muppet Show being released on Disney Plus so yeah there's quite a lot of content for you guys to watch today and just think in a few days time if you are listening to this in real time there's going to be even more content being released on Disney Plus in the form of Disney Plus Star, uh, which is for technically it's for adults, really, you know, 18 plus, where they've got shows like Lost, 24, Bones, Ugly Betty, How I Met Your Mother, Modern Family, Family Guy, American Dad, etc., etc., you know. Um, so, yeah. Um, Anyway, in next week's podcast, I will talk all about Star again. Um, Just giving you my thoughts and opinions on that. And also in next week's podcast as well. uh, Because at some point next week, hopefully it's before I actually record next week's podcast. uh, Boris Johnson is set to uh, set out a roadmap of how we leave the third UK national lockdown. So as soon as I know what the roadmap is in terms of coming out of the third national lockdown, I will, of course, let you guys know in the podcast uh, next week. I'm hoping, like I say, he does it either on Monday or at least by Wednesday next week that's when i hope that we get an announcement from boris to say this is how we're going to be leaving the national lockdown from the 8th of march the only thing we know so far is that schools are going to be going back in a phased return uh from the 8th of march that's all that we know at the moment but of course he will outline more details Maybe there might be some more restrictions being eased on the 8th of March. I'm kind of hoping that social, at least some social restrictions might be eased on the 8th of March. That's what I'm hoping for. Because, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, it is very, very difficult getting through this month knowing that I've got to stay at home save lives and protect the NHS and it's the same with with a lot of you listening into this podcast right now you all have to do the same 
as well, stay at home, save lives and protect the NHS. And, you know, this is why I do hope that I wasn't able to go out and socialise with anyone in January, just like everyone else in the UK. I wasn't able to go out and socialise at all in February. So what I am hoping for is I'm hoping that by the time we get to uh, by the time we get to the beginning of March is that we will be able to go out and socialise for the first time this year, for the first time in 2021. Um, even if it is with one other person from another household, I would be happy with that result. I really would. Um, so I do hope and pray that on the 8th of March, it isn't just one restriction that's going to be eased, which is schools are going to be returning in a phased return. I do kind of hope that other restrictions will be eased more more on the, the social kind of thing, you know, more like going out and socialising. Like I say, even if that is with one other person, you know, I'd be happy. I literally would be happy with that result. Uh, because then it means I'll be able to go out and I'll be going able uh, I'll be going to see the woman that I've been wanting to see for weeks um, since well since technically the beginning of the year which is Kyra so yeah I mean we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see we will wait and see okay um, and as soon as soon as uh, as soon as those restrictions have been, Announced well in terms of the the easing of restrictions have been announced. I will of course uh, keep you guys informed in next week's podcast about that. So that is everything that's coming up in next week's podcast. Okay. Now we are twenty two minutes and thirty seconds technically in to this podcast, and we haven't even got on to the subject that I wanted to talk about in today's podcast in this week's podcast so recapping on last week's podcast obviously I did a little memorial kind of thing for uh, Captain Sir Tom Moore who by the way is and I'll say it again is a national treasure and is a national icon and and his legacy will live on it really will live on Uh, but in this week's podcast uh, I'm going to talk to you about Binges. Binge watching. That's right. Binge watching. Uh, Because I have been for the last seven months now, while we've been going through these lockdowns, these various lockdowns and various tiering systems that we've all been put under, uh, I have been uh, doing some binge watching. Uh, of various shows and I actually do have a list now I'm going to go through this list I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions on each show as I go down the list okay Uh, so I'm going to start with binge number one now I started this binge by the way back in July 2020 
Okay, I went, yeah, I did this binge way back in July 2020. And here we are now in February 2021. And I'm still continuing my binge. I really am. So, okay, here we go. So, at number one, right, I first of all watched Mickey Mouse. Now, uh, but can I just add that a lot of these shows, by the way, were from Disney Plus here in the UK, okay? So, um, yeah, so I'm going to start the... So, th this is the very first show that I started my binge watch off with, okay? And, um... And what can I say about this? Well, they were they were very short. Uh, some of the episodes were quite strong and funny. Some of the episodes I found to be quite weak. And, I mean, admittedly, these episodes, they lasted between five minutes, seven minutes, I would say. So, they're very compact very bite-sized these episodes they really are and what i can say as well is i really i really did like it i like the fact that you know it was a very easy thing to watch um you know you're literally watching it within um probably i think it would probably take you around about i believe it took me around about half a day to get through all the episodes that there was on uh, Disney Plus but I mean yeah I really did like it I really did enjoy it as well um, and I do hope and pray that they do release more episodes um, of this series because again like I say it's very very short very very sweet as well um, and yeah I would definitely give it a watch again and again uh and i do think that this series is fun for the family as well i think it is good for people of various ages uh which is nice so that's all that i've really got to say on the mickey mouse shorts okay the other thing actually i want to say about mickey mouse shorts the animation in it as well looks very very fresh and very very modern as well which, again, is another aspect that I really did like from the series. Uh, so there was some bits that I did like. But there was a couple of stories which, for me, I did find quite weak. So, But there was stories which I'm going to say was very, very strong. And I did find funny. And there was, there was some comedy in it as well. There was some comedy in it. So, the second binge watch that I did was Wizards of Wavery Place. Now, this binge, I'm, I'm going to say it, there is a lot of shows here which I have watched so far. And, they, I mean, a lot of them take me back to my childhood. So, some of these shows I did actually grow up with on Disney Channel. And Wizards of Waverly Place is one of them. Now, Wizards of Waverly Place is about a family of wizards who obviously, you know, have to do wizard training. And in the end, they do a test. And whoever wins the competition, uh, they then get to keep their powers forever, pretty much. While the remaining siblings in the family 
um, lose their powers. Um, and it's very, very good. And I like the way how it's got to be kept top secret. And I love the way how you've got how you go on this journey on you know on this story, where you know you've got this this family of wizards who try to keep everything under control, under wraps, you know, and try to, um, you know, and try to keep the wizarding world, you know, in that, in that world and not bring it into the real world. And it's quite good. I, I do really, really like it, to be honest. I really do like it. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I think I think it is fantastic. I really do think it is fantastic. So, for me, uh, it is a show which I grew up with, and I really, really did like, and I still do like it to this day. You know, the uh, show it does star uh, Jake T. Austin, Jennifer Stone, David Henry, uh, Selena Gomez as well, and I do believe that this started off Selena Gomez's uh, acting career and also uh, singing career as well because she did sing the theme song uh, to Wizards of Waverly Place actually. Uh, As a matter of fact, I don't know if I could bring it up or not. Uh, Yeah, I mean this this is what it is. There we go. Oh, um, yeah, I yeah I do like that. And then there's this one as well. I like this one. I like this version. Yeah, um, I like that. That's, by the way, taken from the Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie, that song, Magic. I like that cover by Selena Gomez. I really do. It's quite nice. Um, So, yeah, so that's my thoughts, anyway, on uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. So, the next binge that I moved on to... Oh, now, this one's a bit of a guilty pleasure. This really is a guilty pleasure. Um, I never really watched this growing up. I mean, okay, I... Little bit of a lie. I mean, yeah, okay. I didn't really watch it much when I grew up, so I really wasn't keen on this. But I did want to watch the final season of this show, which then kind of made me go back and revisit the first three seasons just to see what they were like. Really, Hannah Montana. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, I did I did binge watch this, by the way, on Disney Plus at one point. I really did. And uh, it's just a bit of a guilty pleasure, to be honest, isn't it? It really is. Uh, yeah, it's one of those shows that really you don't really want to publicly say, Oh, I watched Hannah Montana, but I have. Um, so, obviously, the, fi the final season is all about Miley kind of wanting kind of deciding on her future as to whether or not she wants to remain as Hannah Montana or just go back to leading a normal teenage life you know as Miley um I won't give it away just in case anyone has never seen Hannah Montana but basically Hannah Montana if you don't know what it is um then obviously it stars uh, Miley Cyrus and uh, and her dad Billy Ray Cyrus as well in the series um, and it's about a teenage girl who, by day, is a high school student, living a normal, everyday life. But by night, she is this sensational superstar, pop star girl, you know, who's, like, leading the the celebrity life. Um, and it's kind of similar to Wizards of Waverly Place. It's all about a secret and keeping that secret under wraps. It really is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's the, that's the show in a nutshell, is what I can say. Um, I mean, I'll tell you what, I think my favorite, the favorite thing about the series, what I really like is, I like, I like the fact there's, there's a, I'm going to say that they're kind of like a comedy duo in the series. There's these two characters called Rico and Jackson. I absolutely love them. I really, really do love them. Um, and they're just a bit of a comedic duo. They really are. Um, and I really do love that about them. Is that they're this like comedy duo that you just have to laugh at some of their scenes that they do. Especially given that Rico is Jackson's boss at this uh, beach uh, shack uh, where they obviously sell snacks and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I read it. I mean, it's an okay series. For me, it is an okay series. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's not too bad. Anyway, so that's my thoughts on... Hannah Montana. We now move on to the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Uh, so, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. This, again, is another show from my childhood that I did used to watch. Um, I used to watch it all the time on the Disney Channel. And I really, really did enjoy it. I really did. Um, I absolutely loved it, of course. It is about uh, two twin brothers, uh, Zach and Cody, who are played by two twin real-life brothers, which is uh, Cole and Dylan Sprouse. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's basically about two twin brothers living life in a hotel and just getting up to mischief and mayhem wherever they possibly can find it and i absolutely love it i really do um i you know it's a series that i could always go back and watch over 
over and over and over again uh, because it is just a fantastic series and I would probably say that this is again another series that is just for everyone you know I don't believe it is just for for kids I believe it there is also you know it is also for the adults as well so and that's what I like about some of these Disney shows is the fact that is the fact that you know it's not just for for kids it could also be something for adults to watch um especially if maybe you grew up uh with the show as well so it's always good that you know that there are some shows on disney plus where you may have watched it growing up yourself and here you are kind of 20 odd years later maybe you might have a kid of your own where you're you're literally going to be sitting maybe your three or four year old child down right now and going oh let me put this show on this is what i used to watch when i was growing up like the sweet life of zach and cody or wizards of wavery place or hannah montana etc etc so yeah i mean that's what i also like about disney plus as well is you know i mean you can also relive your childhood by watching some of your childhood shows but you can also show it to the next generation as well which is what i really do like uh but anyway go back to the sweet life of zach and cody though um and yeah i mean to be honest i do absolutely love the series uh i really do there is some very funny episodes um in the series as well and i do really really enjoy it and i do totally recommend it to absolutely anyone who um hasn't seen the sweet life of zach and cody and if you haven't seen the sweet life of zach and cody before then who even are you uh because honestly it is a fantastic show um and i grew up with it and yeah it is brilliant so we then move on from the sweet life of zach and cody to the sweet life on deck now the sweet life on deck if you don't already know this is a spin-off series to the sweet life of zach and cody so obviously we've seen zach and cody grow up in the sweet life of zach and cody in the tipton hotel which is the hotel where they where they lived with their mum um and now here we are at um we get to the sweet life on deck and now we're seeing zach and cody uh, zach and cody grow up into mature men i would say um you know because we basically follow them uh, on a boat which is called the ss tipton and along the way they make friends with woody and bailey which bailey ends up becoming cody's uh, girlfriend in the series at some point um and obviously there is a couple of old characters from the sweet life of zach and cody um who also appear in the series such as mr mosby who in zach and, in the sweet life of zach and cody was the tipton hotel manager um and there's also london tipton as well who in the sweet life of zach and cody was the tipton hotel owner's daughter a very rich daughter can i just add because obviously um her father was a very very rich man in the series despite us not really getting to see him 
at all in the series, but there we go. Anyway, uh, so obviously we follow Zach, Cody, Woody, Bailey and London all on the SS Tipton at a school called Seven Seas High. And obviously because they're out there in the ocean, you know, they are traveling. They're traveling to various different countries. And they, again, it's kind of the same kind of formula as the sweet life of Zack and Cody, really. Because you've got basically Zach and Cody getting up to all sorts of different mischief and trouble. But except this time they're taking that mischief and trouble on board, um, on, the, on board a boat and to various different countries that the boat stops off at. And obviously they have Woody and Bailey and London tagging along uh, with them as well. So, yeah, so to be honest, this is what I do like about Sweet Life on Deck. And it is, again, another show which I grew up watching. And it's a show that I could always go back to and watch as well. Um, And, yeah, I really, really did enjoy it. So, there we go. Um, Right, okay, so that is the Sweet Life on Deck. So, we are on number, binge watch number six. I was about to say number five, uh, but no, we're on binge watch number six now. And again, it is another show uh, from my childhood, which was That's So Raven. Now, I absolutely loved That's So Raven growing up. I reread it. Uh, so That's So Raven, if you don't know what it is, is it's a series where Raven has these psychic powers... And she can predict what's going to happen in the near distant future. So she tries her best as much as she possibly can to stop certain things from happening in the near distant future. But sometimes there are good things that she does foresee in her visions, as she calls them. Where she tries to make it happen as much as possible. Um, So sometimes she gets good and exciting visions that she foresees that is set to happen in the near distant future. And then she does get sometimes bad visions that she foresees in the future. Which she does try her best to kind of stop, um, you know, before it does before it gets out of hand really you know um so yeah so there we go so there is that um and you know i mean there are times as well where she does also um yeah where she does also uh dress up and disguise herself as um as different people so yeah, I mean, there is also that aspect as well. Um, <laughs> and it is quite funny, some of the disguises that she does come up with. Um, but there we go. So it is very comedic. It really is. I mean, there's characters um, in there. Um, like, uh, for example, there is her her mum, her dad. There's her brother, young brother, Corey. Her best friend Chelsea and obviously there's also their other friend Eddie as well in the series. Um, 
and yeah it is a fantastic series um it's one that i really do enjoy and it's one that again yeah like many of my childhood shows that i have listed off so far in this binge watch where you know i could watch it over and over and over again so there is also another series uh that i moved on to straight after um straight after that's so raven which is actually a series i've never actually seen before really um until well until recently um it is a series that i have always wanted to watch but to be honest over the last few years i've not actually had any access to the disney channel so i've not been able to watch it until it's actually arrived on disney plus so we have now got uh the series uh which is called raven's home so and what i would say with raven's home is well it's about a single mother which is raven baxter who obviously we know from the that's so raven series um and she uh she panics uh when she notices that uh booker which is one of her children uh starts showing psychic abilities so basically um yeah this series is um it, it yeah it is literally about you know one of her children um you know who now has the ability to have those psychic powers that she had um when when she when she was a when she was a teenager and uh i do believe as well actually from what i remember because it's been a very long time since i last watched an episode of raven's home so you will have to forgive me here um but i do believe as well she does still have those psychic powers but obviously it's now been inherited in uh one of her children as well uh, which is booker so yeah like it says here the series centers around raven baxter a divorced mother of uh pre-teen twins booker and nia living with her childhood best friend chelsea and her son levi in chicago so yeah that is um that's basically the overview of the series uh the series has got four seasons um so i do quite like it to be honest um i have stuck with it um and they are there is some very interesting episodes i would say as well uh which is what i really really like mm. And, um, yeah, I, I really, really do like it. So, um, I would definitely recommend it, that's for sure. Uh, because it is definitely one for the family, that's for sure. Um, and then, okay, so we move on. Because this, really, this, uh, kind of took, this show kind of took place in between That's So Raven and Raven's Home. It's another spin-off show. Um, and it's called Corey in the House. Now, I used to love watching this show. I believe it was on Disney Channel. Um, so, yeah, that's where I used to watch it. And I absolutely loved this show. I really did. I found it hilarious uh, and funny as well. And even watching it today... I still find it hilarious and, and funny as well. Uh, so, Corey in the House uh, follows Raven Baxter's younger brother, 
Corey, who, by the way, at this point now is a teenager. And he moves to Washington with his dad, who is a chef for the White House, for the President of the United States. And obviously, Corey is adjusting to life in uh, in Washington. And he's also adjusting to his brand new school as well, because uh, he now attends high school in Washington. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, and uh, to be honest, it is a very, very good series. I absolutely love it. I really do. Um, so, what I can tell you, so, basically, this this is what the overview here says, okay? So, since his dad, Victor, was named head chef to President Martinez, which is the President of the United States in the show, Corey Baxter now lives in Washington, D.C. Corey shares the staff quarters of the White House with his father, and attends an exclusive private school. The president's young daughter, Sophie, is very clever for her age um, and likes to meddle. Mina, an ambassador's daughter, and Newt, heir to a political dynasty, become Corey's new friends. And also as well in the series, what I like is Mina, Newt and Corey also form this band as well. So you've got Corey on the drums, you got Newt on the guitar, and obviously you've got Mina who gives the vocals, who's the singer uh, in the band as well. And that's another thing that I also really, really like about the series. So, by the way, can I just add that Corey in the House is not available uh, on Disney Plus here in the UK at the time of uh, recording this podcast. Um, but I mean, that doesn't mean to say that it's going to be released on Disney Plus here in the UK at some point in the future. I mean, you you never know. It might do. Uh, but obviously, I've got this show. Um, I purchased this show on um, on yeah, basically on um, um, yeah. It, I've got a show on Amazon Prime anyway. Uh, so there we go. Um, but yeah, so it is available to purchase on Amazon Prime. Um, and I would definitely uh, recommend purchasing it if you haven't yet got it. Uh, because it is a fantastic series. It is one that makes me relive my childhood. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, there we go. Now, the next show that I'm moving on to. Um, and I have a really good feeling that... This podcast is going to be extremely long uh, this week. I really do think it's going to be a long one this week. But that's okay though, to be honest. I really don't mind that. So the next show that I'm going to move on to in my binge watch. Can I just add, actually, um, as we're on binge watch number nine right now. That I have watched 55 shows okay i have watched 55 shows and at the time recording this podcast and i'm going to review all 55 shows of this podcast on this podcast so yeah so there we go you're in for a treat you guys really are in for a treat so the next show which is show number nine that i watched 
as part of my binge watch from July last year, uh, was Jesse. Now, Jesse is a fantastic series. I absolutely love it. I really, really do. Um, and it stars Debbie Ryan, who we know from The Sweet Life on Deck. She played Bailey in The Sweet Life on Deck. But she plays the titular character, which is Jesse, uh, in the series. And I think with Jesse, she wants to have that big break, you know? She's there in New York City. She becomes a nanny uh, to this, to the, uh, to these kids, um, you know, and um, and obviously the kids' parents are movie stars, and yeah, so they're very, very famous, very, very well known. So obviously, you know, they they look for a nanny. They've got a nanny, which in the form of Jesse, and yeah, and obviously we just go on this journey with with Jesse. Um, as she tries to build up her acting career uh, in New York City. But also as well, we see her go on this journey of being a nanny to these kids as well, which is really, really nice. I really do like the series. Um, and it is very, very funny as well. Um, and I do remember growing up that I did used to watch this show, <coughs> excuse me, quite a lot. Um, so, yeah, I really, really did love it. Um, and it's a show that I could watch over and over again. I think it is one that's perfect for the family as well. I really do think that. Uh, so, yeah, definitely worth a watch. It is available, by the way, on Disney Plus if you do want to give it a watch. Um, so, yeah, it is definitely worth the watch, that's for sure. So, that is my review of Jesse. The next one is actually the first Disney Plus original series that I actually watched on the streaming service because this show that I watched was called Prop Culture. Now, this is very, very nostalgic. Oh, it really is nostalgic. So we go on this journey in this series with this guy who is actually a, he's a nostalgic collector. He likes to collect things, you know, uh, he's a collector. And basically we go on this journey with him on each episode. We have a movie per episode. I believe it's 10 episodes that we get in this series. Um, but in this series, we go on this journey on each episode where we, yeah, well, we basically, uh, we, we do, we basically, um, see very, we see all these different props that was used for certain movies, like Pirates of the Caribbean, The Muppets, Mary Poppins, you know, yeah, various different shows, uh, very different movies, um, and it's just fascinating to see all the props still in the same condition as what they were when they were used in these iconic movies. But it's also very interesting to see the facts behind some of those props as well. So, like I say, this series is available to watch right now on Disney+. Plus. 
Um, and I would definitely give it a watch because it is a fascinating watch. It really, really is. And I think there are some facts in the in that show, in the series, which are going to blow your socks off. That are going to blow. It's going to blow your mind. It really, really will. Um, so yeah, that was my tenth um, binge watch. Now the eleventh binge watch that I watched was Disney Gallery The Mandalorian. Now this gave us an enhanced look at behind the scenes of season one at the time of watching by the way. It gave us an enhanced look at behind the scenes of season one of The Mandalorian. Um, And it was very very interesting to see that despite how real the sets actually looked it wasn't actually done uh, fully in like locations like some of the locations that you 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 would see in the Mandalorian season one and season two for that matter now if you're listening to this and you haven't yet seen season two of the Mandalorian yeah if you watch that you're gonna think to yourself I love that they went out on location and filmed this. But that's not entirely true though because they 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 didn't. They didn't go out and film it on location. No. They used a studio that was filled with various different screens um and they used various different models to make out all the spaceships and stuff that you see in the background. You know, to make it look like as if it's being filmed on a location somewhere, and the and the spaceships were just added in. It's just fascinating to see this kind of stuff, you know, and how they actually made the Mandalorian. It does make the series look like it's been filmed, yeah, you know, and it looks like as if it's it's had a really really huge budget to film on, as well, or to make for that matter. So, yeah, I really did enjoy it. Um, and again, like Prop Culture, it is a very fascinating watch. And I totally do recommend that you guys do sit down and give it a watch. If you have seen Season 1 and Season 2 of The Mandalorian and haven't yet got an, a glimpse of behind the scenes of how they made uh, both seasons, then obviously you're missing out because it is definitely a fascinating watch. And... I would definitely recommend it. That's for sure. Definitely, definitely recommend it. So, yeah, that's my thoughts anyway on uh, Disney Gallery's The Mandalorian. Um, So, okay, we are now moving on to uh, binge watch number 12. All I'm going to say at the moment is, Mom, Phineas and Ferb are making a title sequence. Oh, nostalgic. This show is literally nostalgic. I'm talking about Phineas and Ferb right here. I really, really am. Oh, my God. What a nostalgic show that really is. Oh. It is such a nostalgic show. Um, I absolutely love it. And um, what I love is the fact that that Phineas and Ferb's sister, Candace, is always trying to get the boys in trouble, but every time 
she tries. Oh my god, it fails. It backfires. And it's just funny. It really, really is funny. This show, I grew up with it, right? And I think after a while, I stopped watching it. Because a lot of Disney shows, I kind of grew out of. But knowing the fact that the entire sh uh, series, or the entire show, is available to watch on Disney+, Plus. Oh, it is just amazing because I managed to go back and watch the entire series in full. And it's amazing. And I love the fact that the ending to the to the show is quite emotional, really. It really is emotional. Um, so, it basically, if you don't know what Phineas and Ferb is, it follows two brothers who are on summer vacation... And them and their friends, they make various different inventions. Um, you know, like a roller coaster. They build a spaceship, go out of space. You know, they, yeah, they do all these various different creations while their mum is out. And basically, while, while their sister's at home, uh, Candace, she tries to bust the boys as much as she can. But just fails. Fails. Oh, it is such a fantastic series. It really is. Um, and they've also got this pet platypus called Perry, who's known as Agent P. Agent P! Oh. And, yeah, honestly, uh, he's a secret agent that tries to defeat this evil scientist as well. And the funny thing is, is the creations that the evil scientist makes actually manages to destroy what uh, Phineas and Ferb have created. And yeah, it is such a brilliant watch. Uh, fantastic watch. Uh, the episodes are quite short as well. So it's one of those things where you can literally just pull it on and you can just watch one episode if you've got like a spare 10 or 15 minutes. It's just, it's just brilliant. It really is. Totally, totally brilliant. Uh, so, that's Phineas and Ferb. Now, the next series that I watched uh, is Year Million. Now, this is actually very interesting because it's basically a scientific program by National Geographic. Now, this show is available to watch, by the way, uh, on Disney+. Plus. So, it's basically looking at what the future might look like in a million years time honestly i kid you not it really does it's such a fascinating show um and it's scary as well it really is scary to think that 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 some of these things could happen in a million years time you just don't know no one knows what the future will hold but again it is a very very fascinating watch and i do totally recommend that you guys do sit down and watch it And, um, yeah. So, that's just my thoughts, anyway, on Year Million. I believe they're, like, I think there's six or eight episodes in a series. And they're roughly around about 45 minutes to an hour long. But they are really, really good. And I do totally recommend them. So, there we go. Uh, okay, now we have got, as well, Pick of the Litter. Pick of the Litter is a documentary about these dogs uh, who are being trained to become guide dogs. Uh, we just basically go on a journey um, with these dogs, really. 
Uh, I'll tell you what, it's a very sweet shirt. I absolutely love dogs. I adore dogs. I really, really do. Um, and obviously, I've got a dog myself, uh, Buddy. And yeah, I just, I absolutely love this show. Um, I really, really do. And it's very, very nice to see that we get to go on this journey where we see these dogs, these group of dogs grow up from a puppy to an adult who then become guide dogs and we see them doing tricks learning new tricks and stuff like that it is absolutely amazing um it really really is and i really do and yeah i really did enjoy it so and i do recommend it and again i think it's not just one i think it's one of those shows where the whole family could sit down and watch it really um because of it being a documentary um so yeah if you are a family orientated dog lover then that series is definitely for you. The other thing is as well is there's another dog series that I watched after that, which I'm moving on to next, uh, which is called It's a Dog's Life uh, with Bill Farmer. Now, Bill Farmer is the voice of Goofy in the Mickey Mouse cartoons, if you didn't know that. Um, and you could definitely tell that uh, he does the voice of Goofy because he actually sounds like Goofy in real life. He actually does. Um, but anyway, yeah, so basically, this basically follows Bill Farmer. He goes around and he look, He basically learns a lot about dogs and the way how they live, really. Uh, he looks at all different types of breeds as well, uh, which is very, very nice. He goes to various different locations as well. Um, and he also gives tips as well on how to care for your dog, which I think is a really nice thing, uh, especially if it's target if that segment of that show is targeting young children. You know, if if you've got a young kid who really wants a dog, you know, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's obviously educating the kids as well uh, in terms of how to really care for your dog. You know, making sure. That your dog's got a lot of food making sure that your dog goes out for various walks etc etc so the series is very very educational but also very very interesting as well you learn a lot of facts about different breeds of dogs as well um, and I really really did enjoy it I really did I loved seeing the different locations that Bill Farmer went to I love the fact that obviously you had these uh, different breeds as well that you were learning a lot of information about um so yeah it is definitely one that i would uh recommend that's for sure uh so there we go so the next series that i ended up watching was the world according to jeff goldblum now jeff goldblum is a movie sensation okay uh he has done various different movies uh i believe he actually did the movies cats and dogs uh he's yeah he was like the kid's dad in that movie uh, he also did the Jurassic Park movies. We cannot forget that. Um, so, yeah, the, the guy's a movie icon, isn't he? He really is. Uh, so, basically, The World According to Jeff Goldblum is a documentary series. And, again, I don't think this is just one for the kids. I think this is one for the family. It is available to watch on Disney+, Plus, by the way. 
Uh, and the same goes for, by the way, uh, It's a Dog's Life with Bill Farmer and Pick of the Litter. They're both, both of those shows are on Disney+. Plus. Uh, but The World According to Jeff Goldblum, though, basically, uh, it takes us on a journey with Jeff Goldblum as he goes to various different parts of the world and he learns interesting facts. Um, you know, he learns, like, for example, about ice cream in one of the episodes, you know? And, yeah, he just... And it's very interesting to know. I mean, obviously... He learns where it comes from, how it's made, you know, what flavours you get, what uh, different flavours you get and stuff like that. And obviously those are what most of the episodes are, are based on is, you know, there's a subject there. He learns about it. He gets different facts that he never knew about that maybe some of you viewers watching it may have never knew about neither. And yeah, and he just takes it all on board, which is really, really nice. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. I found it very, very educational and very, very interesting and very, very factual as well. And I really do hope and pray. I have heard rumours uh, that there is going to be a second season of The World According to Jeff Goldblum. And I really do hope and pray that there is because it is a fantastic series. It really is. So moving on. Now, these next couple of shows... Um, I believe. You know what I'm going to do, right? I'm actually going to get halfway. So, let's see where we can get up to. I might get up to... Let's get up to... I tell you what, we're going to get up to number 20, okay? So, on Binge Watch 17. Because I feel like I'm just literally rambling on, okay? Um, I'm going to get up to Binge Watch number 20, now and then if i've got time in next week's podcast maybe i might do i don't know yet okay um but i will definitely get back to talking more about these binge watches that i've watched okay um and i will try and i will literally try and get the rest of my binge watches that I've got until I get up to the the most recent binge watch I'll literally put all of that into another podcast at a later date okay um even if it means that I don't do the second part of my binge watch reviews until like the end of March because there's quite a lot actually coming up over the next few weeks on my podcast um yeah so okay that's what we'll do right so we're on binge watch number 17 at the moment okay so binge watch number 17 is good luck charlie now this is a show where um where yeah it is uh it is another childhood classic for me because i used to watch this a lot on the disney channel um and i really really did love it um obviously it follows um a a teenage woman uh called teddy who makes these video diaries uh, for Charlie to watch when she turns 18. Uh, which is really, really nice. Really, really thoughtful things for, for someone to do. Um, and obviously, it basically um, shows the highs and lows of the Duncan family. Um, you know, because you've got Gabe, you've got PJ, you've got Teddy, Charlie. Um, and then, of course, you've got... Um, the mum and dad in the series as well and obviously later on in the series you've also got a newborn baby added 
into the mix as well. So it's kind of looking later on in the show, in the series, you've also got Charlie uh, kind of acting like a little bit of a big sister to her younger brother um, as well, which is really, really nice. And I think it's a really, really sweet series as well. Really, really nice to watch. Um, and again, a a good series for the family to watch as well. Um, so, and yeah, I absolutely do love this series uh, a lot. I really, really do. So yeah, that's so that's my that's my um, that's my thoughts on uh, Good Luck Charlie. Uh, and again, that show is available to watch right now on Disney Plus here in the UK. The next series that I'm I binge watched was Recess. Now, I absolutely love Recess. I mean, who doesn't love Recess? Seriously, who does not love Recess? And um, it is a absolutely fantastic series. It is a childhood classic, can I just add? I mean, the theme tune Oh, the theme tune. I wonder if I can bring it up. Can I bring it up? Let's see what happens. Um, oh, this is it. Right, this is the theme tune. Here it is. There we go. How iconic is that theme tune? It really is. Honestly, if you've not just for the last... How long did that song last for? A minute. For that last minute, if you did not just go back to your childhood, right, then there's something wrong with you. Uh, there really is. And who did not grow up with that show? Honestly, who did not grow up with, with Recess? Well, unless unless you were born after the 90s then of course you you did grow up without that show in your life but uh it is available to watch uh on disney plus so if you do want to give it a watch then feel free to because honestly you're missing out uh and they did various different movies as well after uh the series came to an end like schools out uh is one of them um yeah, I mean they did they did various ones, so they they are all avail all available on uh, on Disney Plus as well. So if you do want to give them a watch, um, but yeah, I mean to be honest, I absolutely liked the series. Um, you know, I thought it was fantastic. I mean the animations in it as well is really really good. And the funny thing is actually, and I saw this post only a couple of days ago, actually. Now there's uh, the head teacher 
in recess. Uh, what was the head teacher's name? There was two characters' names. Um, in the yeah, so okay, so you got Randall, Randall Weems, right? Now, if you look at a photo of Randall from recess, and then look at a photo of is his name Randall in in? Hold on one second. Randall in recess. Was it Randall in in Monsters Inc? Oh my goodness! Mind blown! Mind blown! So, oh my days! Oh, my mind has been blown. Right here on this podcast, my mind has just been blown. So, in recess, there's this guy. He's a bit of a bully, I'm going to say. He's a bit of a bully. He's called Randall, right? And then, just look at an image of Randall in recess. And put that image up against the image of the villain in Monsters, Inc. Who's also called Randall, right? And you could literally tell... That both of them, despite Randall in Monsters, Inc. being a monster and Randall in Recess being a a school kid. But they literally look the same. They really do look the same. Oh, my days. Mind blown. Right here. Disney, what have you done to me? Honestly, what have you done to me? Oh... So there we go. Anyway, and then the other character, which is the head teacher in Recess, which is Miss Finster, put an image of her up against another Monsters Inc. character in the movie Monsters Inc., which is Roz. And again, they look the same. They really do. Oh, my God. Oh. So, but, yeah, I did get that pointed out the other day on uh, social media as well. So, yeah, I mean, to be honest, that that's literally just mind-blowing me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, days. I really cannot believe that that has just absolutely mind-blowing me right there. Can't get over that. Um, so, yeah. So, Recess is definitely a series worth watching. Um, it really does. Um, and again, the other characters in um, in the show uh, is Ashley Spinelli, Gretchen uh, Grundler, Theodore J, or TJ as he's known as, Detweller. Uh, Michael Mikey, as he's known as, uh, Blumberg, Gus, and then you've got uh, Vincent Pierre, or Vince LaSalle. You've got King Bob, who's like the king of the playground. Um, and you've got Flo Spinelli, uh, you've got Miss Allodane Grotke, Francis the Hustler Kid, Principal Prickly, who's the principal of the school. Um, 
Oh, Miss Finster's the teacher, I believe. Yeah, and then you've got the principal, Prickly. Miss Finster's not the head teacher. I don't know why I always thought that Miss Finster was the head teacher in the school. I have no idea why. Um, and then you've got Corn Chip Girl, Ashley Quinlan, um, Ashley uh, Armbruster, Erwin Lawson, Gelman, Ashley B, Ashley T, Miss Lemon, Menlo, Lunch Lady Harriet, Butch, Larry Rogan, Thaddeus T. Third. Uh, yeah, you've got various different characters in that show. Uh, but yeah, so there we go. And it is an absolutely fantastic series. I definitely recommend it. That's for sure. Uh, definitely, definitely recommend it. So there we go. Right, the next binge watch that I uh, watched. This is my 19th binge watch. Is... I can't believe I'm saying this, by the way. Disney Fairy Tale Wedding. So, yeah, this is Disney Fairy Tale Weddings. Now, it's basically what it says on the tin, to be honest, which is it's about people getting married at Disneyland. And it's basically they, they plan it so it's their fairy tale wedding. In theory, there's nothing else that I can really say for the show. I mean, what was interesting about the show, really, what was interesting about the show was the fact that you had, um, well, you know, you were just following these couples on these different episodes as they were there planning their wedding, and you do actually get to see them get married as well which is really really nice you know um it is a really nice watch yeah but i mean it is a little bit too much to be honest it really is a little bit too much i mean that's just my opinion you know i mean your opinion might differentiate to my opinion on that series but that's that's just generally my thoughts on it um it really really is so, yeah, there we go. Um, now, I, I'm going to go on to my final uh, binge watch talk of this podcast. Because this podcast just been going on and on and on uh, for a very long time. And the last thing I want is to literally just do a... Well, I'm going to end up doing a two-hour podcast at this rate. And I don't think, to be honest that you guys are really going to listen to me ramble on for a solid two hours to two and a half hours. Literally, I can make this podcast turn out to be at the same length of time as Avengers Endgame at this rate, you know? I mean, in theory, we're halfway... If you Literally, if you put this podcast on, right, and at the same time played Avengers Endgame, you'd literally be halfway through... Avengers Endgame at this point you know you really would be so yeah there we go that's that's an interesting fact for you um and also as well what I'm gonna say here as well is I can officially confirm that this is now the longest podcast 
that I have done ever because the longest podcast I've done so far is one hour and 22 minutes. This podcast is now clocking in at one hour and 24 minutes. So that's something to to celebrate, I guess. Uh, But anyway, uh, let's move on. Uh, So the last binge watch that I'm going to talk to you guys about um, again is another show that I binged on Disney Plus uh, late last year in 2020, uh, which was Timon and Pumbaa. Now, there's two things that I like about this, right? About Timon and Pumbaa. And... um, Oh, is it not going to come up? Ah... Please don't tell me it's not going to come up. I mean, I could literally bring up... Okay, I might have to do it by YouTube. What I was going to do was... I was going to literally play you the theme tune to... um... Yeah, to Timon and Pumbaa. It's not that one. It's not that one. Ah, it's this one. Right, listen to this. No, not this. This is an advert, unfortunately. Come on. Here we are. Oh, there we are. love that I really do Akuna Matala ah there ain't no worries for the rest of your days it's our problem be philosophy Akuna Matala there we are I love that I really do there's another thing as well by uh, Timon and Pumbaa which I wanted to play Actually, believe it or not, they do actually uh, sing this at some point during the series. It's a cover of uh, "Stand by Me." I want to play it. Actually, can we play it? I think we can. Let's 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 play this for you. Just as long 
that ending i really do love that ending where no i don't want to learn more about whatever that advert was uh, i love the ending of that song because it's like there's like these frogs that do like the harmonies so the frog ends the song there because uh, obviously that throughout the throughout the music video to that song if you want to search it on youtube and watch it in full it's called stand by me timon and pumba just search that and it'll be like the uh, top result but what i love is the is the fact that yo you've got these frogs that do the harmonies right they do the harmonies all throughout the song and then at the end you've got this frog who sings like the rest of the song uh as timon and pumba go off into the night and in the background to this frog singing the rest of the song you got these like two frogs stood up on their hind legs literally just going and yeah oh it's just hilarious to watch it really is it makes me laugh every time i watch it i mean i literally i was just smiling uh trying not to laugh at the uh frogs doing the harmonies at the end of that song um but yeah so timon and pumba uh, you know what i remember actually years and years and years ago when i was little uh when videos were around 
This is how long I'm talking, guys. When VHSs existed. Not streaming services. Oh, no, 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 no. No, VHSs. Videotapes. Um, yeah, I remember actually having this, um, this, what was it? It was kind of like a special episode of Timon and Pumbaa. Where, basically, Pumbaa gets struck by lightning. And so, in order to remember everything, they kind of take a look back at some of, like, the various, um, things, uh, various episodes. I do wonder to myself, actually, I'm going to look right now on Amazon, just out of curiosity. Um, I believe it was called Around the World with Timon and Pumbaa. And they actually have it. Now, they apparently, they actually have it on DVD. They do have it on DVD. Um, they do. And it's, it, they actually have it on, um, they have it on VHS as well. Who even has a VHS? Honestly. Uh, but they have it on DVD. Uh, called Around the World with Timon and Pumbaa. Now, I do remember this because I believe I actually had it on VHS. And yeah, like I say, it's about Pumbaa. Who gets struck by lightning cannot remember anything, so Timon has to kind of remind him uh, via flashbacks to certain adventures that they've been on together. Um, what, yeah, who he is and what he's done in the past, etc., etc. And yeah, I really, really like it. I really do. It's quite, a, it's quite a good uh, episode. It really is, and. You know, and believe it or not, when I was watching the um, Timon and Pumbaa episodes on Disney Plus, there were some episodes from the series that I could actually go, "Oh, I remember this episode because it featured on the Around the World with Timon and Pumbaa video that I used to own years and years and years ago." So, yeah, I mean, it's such a nostalgic show. It really is. And I do remember the theme song really, really well. Um, because, again, I believe I did used to watch some of those episodes on TV as well. When it used to broadcast on TV many, many years ago. So, again, another show that is a childhood classic for me, really. Um, and it was such an enjoyable thing to go back and look at that and watch it. It really, really was. So, yeah. Um, there we go. Uh, so, for now, that is my binge watch that I of shows that I have been watching. Obviously, there is many, many, many other shows that I have been binge watching, which I'm not going to go into detail and talk about now because I feel like I've run out of time. Uh, otherwise, I'm literally going to be here all day recording this podcast... And then, yeah, literally, you guys are just going to be getting a two-hour to three-hour podcast where I'm literally just talking and reviewing various shows that I have binge-watched recently. So, there is going to be a part two uh, to this uh, podcast where I talk about binge-watching TV shows, okay? There might even end up being a part three uh, to this podcast as well uh, because I've got many 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 other shows lined up uh, that I am going to talk about as well so there we go uh, but for now thank you for listening actually I do want to end this podcast actually 
on a funny note because on my Facebook, right, I actually, um, I actually came across this post, right, uh, the other day where on the UK Facebook page, someone asked, how do I remove my ex off my account, right? I'm not going to give the name as to who said this or anything like that because no. Um, but uh, obviously someone did say this on the UK Disney Plus page. And I looked at the comments. Some of these comments are actually hilarious. The funny thing is, is someone actually said, hire a hitman. Um, so, yeah. Uh, which, that was pretty funny. Uh, but there was one activate, uh, one, one, um, one comment that really got me, uh, in stitches of la- uh, in stitches of laughter, literally. Um, so, where was it? I mean, there's one that says, tell him you are pregnant. There's another one that says, manslaughter. Uh, there's another one that says, wait until the day before the WandaVision finale to do it. Um, so, uh, and then, where's the other one that I was looking for? Ah, I can't find it. Someone said, uh, shotgun, double barrel is preferable. Uh, it might, if I click on view previous comments, is it this one? Uh, yeah, it's this one. Here we go. So, it says, put the infinity gauntlet on, collect all stones... And snap fingers. It should do the trick. Oh, my days. Oh. You have no idea, guys, how bad I was laughing at that comment. Honestly. I was laughing at that comment for a solid good five minutes after reading that. Oh. I did love some of those comments. I really, really did. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Uh, but there we. I thought I thought I'd just finish this podcast off this week with something hilarious. So there we go. A massive, massive thank you to you guys for listening. Uh, this is actually now officially a movie-length podcast. It really is. Honestly, I can't believe I've spoken for nearly an hour and forty minutes. And 22 minutes of this podcast had nothing to do with binge-watching at all. Uh, It really didn't. So, there we go. Um, (laughs) Wow, is all I can say. is just wow. Uh, By the way, don't forget to give me a follow on my social media channels. It is uh, SteveTweets2021 on Twitter. Uh, If you want to give me a follow on Instagram, you can do. It's SteveGram. 2021 Uh, and also as well if you do want to keep up to date with all the latest gaming star wars marvel um and streaming service news and um marvel star wars gaming and streaming service content then please do give me a follow on both my twitter and instagram geeky steve accounts they are both called at the geeky stevie okay on both twitter and instagram as well if you do want to give them a follow like i said in next week's podcast i'm going to talk to you guys about star i'll give you my uh, thoughts and reviews 
uh, on Star and maybe as well be able to give you a couple of movie reviews on some of the movies that I've watched uh, on Star so far since its launch as well, okay? Uh, and also as well next week, I'll also be able to talk to you guys freely about Boris Johnson's roadmap out of the third UK national lockdown as well, okay? Uh, but from me though, it's goodbye. Thank you for listening and I will see you guys again in my next podcast. Actually, hold on one second. Before I do go, before I sign off, hold on. I just want to look at something. I know. Um, I Yeah, I literally do want to look at something here because let me search my podcast. Steve's Weekly Podcast. I'm just doing this on Apple Podcasts because I actually want to ask you guys to do me a favour if you can. You know, it's optional. It is optional. Um. Oh, you can't. Oh, damn. Or can you? Can you do it? No, you can't. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, can I not add? No, you can't add it. Okay. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, if you could, it would be very much appreciated if you could leave a review on my podcast. I'm going to find out. I'll tell you what. Let me find out how you leave a review on a podcast, all right? Um, and as soon as I find out, obviously, I'll let you guys know how to leave a review on the podcast. And then what I will do is not next week's show, uh, next week's podcast, but maybe the podcast the week after. I might read out some reviews if you can leave a review on my podcast, all right? Uh, But anyway, but for now, thank you for listening. See you in next week's podcast. Bye-bye.